Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be back again online for our Wednesday Bible study and our midweek uh, feeding plan. <laughs> we trust God today. Shall we worship Him? Hallelujah. Worship you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Hallelujah for your mercy. Hallelujah for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for giving your life for us. Thank you, Lord, that your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified in the heavens. Be glorified on the earth. Be glorified in this temple. Jesus, Jesus, be thou glorified, O Jesus, Jesus, be thou glorified. Ashamarabal matarakasaradi enderebosondo. For he is Lord, he is Lord, he has risen from the dead, and he is Lord, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. We give you thanks for the privilege of bowing our knees to you, Hamashere Pepresti. Of our tongues, blessing your holy name is so prediste naprastale niente. This new covenant privilege of being a priest, mesha trende, offering the calves of our lips, ete prosto vrende li presendo rudada presenti li cosonto. For we have here no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Mashere baraba sekere borukosto. Hallelujah, Rifravildo Rosukorondo, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah, 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 Lord, Ripashere Mandrala Bakarbala Riterinde. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Halamoshinderiana Brastara la Brateka Salamanda. Worship your holy name, and brata levri stere doroboriende. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Abba Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Abba Father, for your mercy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I rebuke that skin allergy, that Eaching problem there. Shababara pasanda in the name of Jesus. Nemo shto prosho robo krote libara sanda. 
Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord, Rapa Prasa La Branda. Ela Cruso Rodo Brele Ma Branda Rabacari and Terebo Shoto Crusto. Worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, Brashana Manda Crasta with the skin discoloration. Alamo Shoko Rabari Kapasaranda. Worship you, worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, we give you praise, Leposo Prodovavravandaramaya Seriente. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Worthy, 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 Rapaprazala Branta. Thank you for the precious Holy Spirit, Remosto Prolomende, whom you've sent to indwell us, or who empowers us to serve, Resho Preste Mentra Vele Brasanarande Esteri de Le Manacarazante. We bless your holy name, Ashambra la Brata la Brande. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Those finances that are stuck are released in Jesus' name. Trafala Priscilla Crucomo Santa Rabarianda. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Le Prashambra Kalpataka Rese Brindi. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rosso Brente Praza Kalmatarabaya. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Trefa sepro loco noste prasalamante. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We give you praise, we give you thanks, Abba Father. Hallelujah, Lord, we trust you, we trust you. We commit the whole of the service to you, Lord. This entire week, your tender mercies, your loving kindnesses, Abba Father. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. If you hear something that fits your case or whatever, just say amen to that and receive in Jesus' name. We're trusting God that he meets your needs, our needs, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust you had a great week, and so far we're blessed. Hallelujah. We'll uh, start off with something over in the book of Acts, in the 17th chapter, and 6th verse. It says, When they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down, are come hither also. Hallelujah. These that have turned the world upside down have come hither also. That was the testimony they had about these uh, early church people, the disciples and apostles, that they had turned the world upside down. Hallelujah. <laughs> According to our knowledge, that's the right side up. Hallelujah. No one boxes, sometimes crates. You see packaging instructions and there'll be an arrow pointing up and it says this side up. So the material inside that case is supposed to be facing that direction. So this is the actual correct side up. When you are a believer, when you're accepting the great gospel, the blessing that the Lord Jesus has given to humanity, that is supposed to be the right side up. Hallelujah. So they had no clue. Of course, we had no clue. 
kept uh, blind and uh, kept bound by the enemy. There's no way we could tell. We thought these people are nuts, crazy people, but that was the actual right side up. Hallelujah. Praise God. They, they had come there also. So they had been to other places and now <laughs> they had come there also. So you're here on the earth as the salt and the light. And you're the ones that are going to show the right direction in which we should be living, how things ought to be. And now you're in Bangalore also. And wherever you are listening, you're there also. Hallelujah. So the world and its system, you know, has this, uh -uh, they've come here also. You see, a sudden, wow, realization. They've come here also. So let's keep that in mind and see further a familiar chapter in 2 Corinthians 5. Let's go there. Meanwhile, we can hear Sister Kripa on Acts 17.6. Hallelujah. And this whole familiar chapter of Second Corinthians 5, and, um, you know, amazing to see how much is in that with all kinds of um, varieties of church life and all of that. But the fifth chapter is interesting. Notice verse 13. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Whether we be sober, it is for your cause. <laughs> Praise God. Another way of saying it is if we seem to be mad and lost our mind and are not there, it's for the sake of God. Hallelujah. So this um, area of losing our minds and being uh, upside down or people that are just opposite is because of God. <laughs> How strange. Whether we be, we beside ourselves, it is to God. Whether we be sober, it's for your cause. And if we seem to have any brains at all, it's for the betterment of the church. Hallelujah. But to the world, we seem to be beside ourselves. And that is because of our faith in God. Notice, for the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Hallelujah. Because of the love of Christ, we seem to be nuts, Praise God. That's the foolishness. That's the going against the grain of society. It's the love of Christ that's made us like mad people. Hallelujah. Interesting. So if you seem like a strange person, it's because of the love of Christ. Hallelujah. Notice that if one died for all, then we're all dead. That was our condition. All of us were dead. We seemed to be alive, <laughs> but we were dead. The true situation of, of our lives, we were dead. And so it continues, verse 15, He that died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. See, another mad tendency is to not live for oneself. Again, it's madness. Well, you don't live for yourself anymore. What's wrong with you? Are you nuts? That's right. It's because of this God of ours. 
Hallelujah. It doesn't make sense. It's contrary to the world and its thinking. And it's put down there as matter of fact, as though this is normal. This is the real side up. He died for all, <laughs> that they which should which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Hallelujah. Interesting thought that all of us were dead. You know, we seem like we were alive with just biological life and, you know, hearts pumping and breathing and moving around. But we were actually dead as far as God was concerned. And He did not matter uh, to us at all. You know, we just did not, uh, you know, factor Him in. But then the love of Christ came in and uh, we received that. And because of that, we are invited to be actually nuts. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Phew, praise God. Verse 16. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. So we have another kind of knowing now, another kind of uh, knowledge. And we don't know people after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. So now we have a kind of different knowledge that is from above, that sees things through God's perspective, God's eye view. You know, it's a different kind of view. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Hmm. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So here we are, you know, these are the ways of the new creation. And that's going to be upside down. It's going to make no sense. It's going to be foolish as far as the world is concerned. But it's all of God. It's the God kind of life, God kind of thinking. It's the God kind of creation, God giving birth on the earth. Hallelujah. And so it's got to be upside down. And so if you seem to be losing your mind, in quotes, and not thinking like everybody else uh, out there, welcome to the club. Hallelujah. We're in this thing together. It's our family. It's our motto. You know, henceforth, we don't know ourselves included according to the flesh. There is more than meets the eye. There is more than just being skin deep. We go far deeper. We go into the very thoughts of God. And we seem like we are upside down to the world. But we are the ones that are helping people to see the right side up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Maybe we can hear um, 13... And 14 also in Canada. Namage buddhi paravasha vagi dare, adu devari gagi irutade, illave namage swasta buddhi idare, adu nimma nimitta vagi irutade. Christana pretiu namanu otaya madutade, hege elarigoskara ubanu satta darinda elaru satantai tendu nau hege nishesikolutive. What a reasoning there. If one died for all, then we're all dead. Hallelujah. We will read the next verse also in Canada 
and just get excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Consider, for instance, speaking in tongues. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, Speak it not unto men, but unto God. No man <laughs> understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries, or he speaketh mysteries. How about that? I mean, you don't even speak what you know anymore. Aren't you nuts? You see, we speak uh, something that you don't understand yourself. You have to pray and ask God to help you understand what you are speaking. Meanwhile, you're speaking it. Now, doesn't that sound like nonsense to me? It does. You know, your head is like, what? Are you nuts? And you're like, yeah, I lost my mind. <laughs> Can you see how far away we are from just being normal out here? Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just accept it. You are not normal according to the world. And so don't be scared of it. Embrace your true nature. <laughs> You've lost your mind. And if you seem like that, it's because the love of Christ has got a hold of you. And so you don't just live for yourself. In fact, when you pray, you don't know what you're praying. Um, you're just tuned into another place altogether. And most likely, you may not even be praying for yourself. God will help you to pray His will, His plan, His purpose. See that? So we, we give thanks that we've actually uh, lost our minds in more and more, more and more, more and more progression till we finally say totally bye to that mind and enjoy the benefit of the mind of the Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So embrace it. You are not of this world. Thank God. And that is why uh, we need to take hold of it and be excited about it rather than feel, oh no, I lost something. I wish I were like them. Why is the message always so condemning? Why is it so opposite? Why, why, why? Well, you're just not from here anymore. Just accept it. You're contrary to this world. Everything about you is just nutty compared to the world. So, just face it, and if you can just have a few common things which are so-called pleasures of the world, praise God for that, you see. But um, that's God, and you are His family now. Thank you, Jesus. Let's hear First Corinthians 14, 2 also in Canada. Uh, further evidence goes to say in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and 23, But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, unto the Greeks foolishness. Hallelujah. So we people who are not religious at all, we are not from that Jew area. We are more from the Greek place where we thought we were sharp, studied science and maths and wow, first class, you know. 
architects and lawyers and whatever else were so sharp. That's the Greeks. But to the Greeks, foolishness. Get used to it. This is like dumb. You lost your mind. What's wrong with you, man? Foolish. Uh. <laughs> Next verse says, But unto them which are called, hmm, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So, you know, get used to it. You are not going to compare yourself with the impressive wise of this world. Get used to being strange, um, but not weird. You know, strange, because strange and stranger go together. Hallelujah. Not that you're getting stranger and stranger, but you're a stranger on the earth. Hallelujah. You're a tourist. Hallelujah. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. Now, even if God were to act foolish, it'd be wiser than men. Hallelujah. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. You know, if God be God, he must at least fulfill this quality here in the 25th verse. The foolishness of God must be wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Notice that that's like a law. But you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. For God has chosen the foolish things of the world. <laughs> Naturally, the wise guys are not going to accept him. And so some of us had to become like the dredge of society, had to become like nothing of no value before we could finally accept the foolishness of God. <laughs> the foolishness, you are now a, what? Born again? You are a believer? You, <laughs> man, Phew, I knew you were messed up, but this is too much. How far have you gone? Ah, you don't smoke, you don't drink. What? What else don't you do? <laughs> what else don't you do? Like so many things. Whatever you guys are doing, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I can't see myself that way. Hallelujah. Verse 27, But God has chosen, Ooh, the chosen of God, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, my beloved brethren, if you feel like a fool, if you feel like you're so uh, unimportant, unimpressive, nothing by worldly standards, Praise God, you are in the right place. Hallelujah. You are God's beloved. You are His chosen. You have been given His own wisdom. He is going to bring to naught the things that are, that seem to be in the visible realm. He's going to bring them to naught, to nothing. Praise God. He's going to show finally that that was just vanity, chasing after the wind, that that's the stuff that's crazy that this is the real wisdom. Hallelujah. Praise God. That no flesh should glory in His presence. In other words, we all have to accept 
he is Lord. That every glory and honor belongs to him. Hallelujah. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Hallelujah. So if there's any boasting, if there's any rejoicing, it should be because I am now the wisdom of God. I am now the righteousness of God. I am now the sanctification of God. I am now all that Christ has done for me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Redemption is mine because I am His. He has chosen me. I have submitted my thinking to that. He loved me so much. He gave Himself for me and He beckoned unto me. He called out to me and finally, thank God, through the foolishness of preaching. Hallelujah. The foolishness of preaching. God has chosen us. Praise God. Let me read something out of the 19th also. Praise God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. It is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. That's the 19th verse. And bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. So if we are so-called worldly wise, looks like it's going to be suffering. Hallelujah. We may have to submit to a higher wisdom which seems to be foolish and makes no sense that you, you can't live for yourself anymore. You live unto him that loved us and gave himself for us. You guys are slaves, man. Don't you have any other way of thinking? I'm sorry. I have submitted to glory in Him. He owns me now. Hallelujah. I rejoice in Him. Every rejoicing, every activity of joy is because of what He has done. Hallelujah. Verse 18 says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved is the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. So all we have is this preaching of the cross to give to the world. And Jesus paid it all. Hallelujah. And it seems like dumb, blah, who needs that? Yeah, 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 you and your Jesus. All you want to do is force Jesus down our throat. No, not at all. Nothing like that worked with us either. We had to wait until we became like impatient you know, foolish, just imbeciles, just useless, where you said, I'm no good, I'm messed up, I'm really messed up. And then we heard about someone who loved those who were on the dung hill, the dung heap, who were brought to nothing. And even if you were nothing and nobody and lost it all, there was someone who was going to pick you up and make you his beloved and show you his wonders, his blessing, his riches, his honor, his love. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Do you have a friend like that? Praise God for Jesus. Amen. So let's go down there and... Um, thank you, Jesus. Maybe 22 and 23 also, First Corinthians 1. Yehudhyaru 
ನಾವಾದರೂ ಶಿಲುಬೆಗೆ ಹಾಕಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವನಾದ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನನ್ನು ಪ್ರಚುರಪಡಿಸುತ್ತೇವೆ ಆತನು ಯಹೂದ್ಯರಿಗೆ ಅಭ್ಯಂತರವೂ ಗ್ರೀಕರಿಗೆ ಉಚ್ಚತನವೂ ಆಗಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ದೇವರ ಜ್ಞಾನದಲ್ಲಿ ಲೋಕವು ತನ್ನ ಜ್ಞಾನದ ಮೂಲಕ ದೇವರನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಳ್ಳಲಿಲ್ಲವಾದದರಿಂದ ಪ್ರಸಂಗದ ಉಚ್ಚತನದಿಂದಲೇ ನಂಬುವವರನ್ನು ರಕ್ಷಿಸುವುದು ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಇಷ್ಟವಾಗಿತ್ತು For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So this is going to be a foolish thing when it's first presented to you. <laughs> But thank God that is the means by which God saves us. And of course it is foolish. How can you speak something that you don't understand? So sometimes... believers uh, are caught there they get stuck there and they never yield to that can you see that you're being taken along a path of increasing in quote foolishness how can you speak that what's wrong with you doesn't god understand your language of course he does god understands greek and hebrew and every other language amen but why does he want you to now speak in this strange tongue that you don't understand yourself praise god that is how much you are losing your mind you actually speaking nonsense it doesn't make sense to whom the world to man's thinking but that's where god dwells in the wisdom of god he has chosen those that have decided to accept that he is bigger than all of that in jesus name because it's in jesus name that we have this wisdom we have this sanctification this redemption this righteousness hallelujah and that name has saved us delivered us out of the world its wisdom its dark life that is just about itself bottom line hallelujah and that just basically goes to the grave that's all six feet under or dust to dust and that's it but you have decided to accept god's wisdom and glory in it and rejoice in it hallelujah and of course if he is the almighty then he must have a way of being more sufficient than any other father any other person out there praise god hallelujah it pleased god by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe so believing has a tendency to be foolish also because that's where you get saved haha <laughs> so if you say i'm believing god you could be written off as foolish um let's jump off from there to a few more verses let's go to romans and let's see the 5th chapter Let's see how this thing pans out. Verse 6 he says for when we were yet without strength in due time Christ died for the ungodly. So notice that God had to wait until we had zero strength. And then he said we were equal to ungodly. So in other words he doesn't come for in quotes godly people. 
who seem to have strength, who have to be the correct race and have the right qualification. But he comes for those who have no strength, who have nothing correct in their life, no correct race, no correct qualification, nothing to be strong about. <laughs> Hallelujah, because they cannot receive him. It's that simple. How can you accept somebody else as your Lord? When you have all that it takes, you are basically your own Lord. Christ died for the ungodly. So there is hope for the weak, for the downtrodden. There is hope for those who have accepted that they are weak. The others are still hiding away, pretending that they are strong. But in the recesses of their soul, in the dark places of the night, they cry out for their helpless and hopeless situation. They just pretend and make a show on the outside. Praise God. But isn't that faith? Isn't faith about faking it till you make it? Fake it till you make it. Have you heard that expression? No. Faith is based on God. We're not talking about man's faith. We're not talking about the goodness of man. We're talking about God's faith, the faith of the Son of God. What does God call faith? Hallelujah. Notice that Jesus does not actually have to say anything about faith when he said, use my name. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. That meant you became a believer. But he said in prayer, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name. He didn't say if you believe. He just said in my name. And he said, if you say anything in my name, you demand it in my name, it will be given unto you. Hallelujah. There's some things that you really don't have to mm, believe anymore. You just act. So Jesus did not maybe build up faith as we think. He just acted as though God was his father. He acted on his father's words. He just said, that's my father. He cannot lie. He never changes. That's Wisdom. And I am wisdom personified, so I just act. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That may seem out of the way, but that's where it all is. We are going to just act like it's true. Somebody may say, now everything is over. What do we do? Act like it's true. What are you going to do now? We're just going to act like the word is true. Our Father will never lie. He's a loving Heavenly Father. And if you act like his word is true, that's faith. So Jesus just said, I always do the things that please my Father. I just do it. Hallelujah. So why should you try to believe when you already have everything? Praise God. Alright, keep that in your thoughts. Look at man's goodness, man's faith and God. Verse 7, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. This is man being good. Ah, for some good guy they would gladly die. But would you go and die for somebody who is actually wicked, who is not contributing anything to society, who has become a headache for society, 
who's actually a pestilent fellow, who is just a criminal, who's headed for the gallows, who lives in the gutter, on the dung hill, would you go and say, I'm going to die for this guy? No, that's like crazy. You should die for Nelson Mandela or, you know, Gandhi or somebody like that. Come on. How can you die for somebody that's worthless? Can you see where human good goes? Give to the guys who can do something, man. You just go give it to some fellow on the dung heap? Are you crazy? Yes. We're crazy. <laughs> but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Without strength, in sin, steeped in sin, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's uh, see those verses also in Canada. Maybe 7 and 8, or rather 6 to 8. Thank you. Now, Ashakaragi Dagale, Christian name with a Kala Dali, Batigina Rigoskara Pranakotanu. Niti Vantanigoskara Yadaru Pranakudu, Aparupa, Pulle Varigoskara Pranakudu, Vadaki, Yavanadaru, Dairia Madidaru, Madanu. Adare now, Papigalagi Dagalu, Christian Namagoskara Pranakotadarali, Devaru Nama Mele, Tanagiruva Preti and the Torpadisid Dane. Hallelujah. So this is how we got saved. Whether you have gone through that thinking or not, this is the way God saw it. We were without strength. We were unqualified. We were disqualified, unworthy, just so-called scum. Forgive this guy. Forget about what he has done. What? You must be weird to pick such a person. That's right. God has chosen a quiver full of such people. Hallelujah. God has chosen the foolish. God has chosen the weak. God has chosen the things that are nothing. Zero. Hallelujah. To bring to naught the things that are. So that no flesh can glory in His presence. Hallelujah. So man can do some things. You know, man has some so-called wisdom. And man has some abilities and... He has some, some level of love and all of that stuff. But you know, that's not what God wants. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Much more, verse 9, Then being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. That involves wrath that is coming down the pipe, <laughs> just not too long from now, and hellfire. Praise God. See how much you get from just one swoop of accepting this God as your wisdom, as your life, as your ability, as your strength. Hallelujah. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. When we were yet without strength, when we were enemies, God chose us. Much more being justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. Thank you, Jesus. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved 
by his life. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the blood of Jesus is actually the life of Jesus. Amen. So when he talks about blood, it is blood, but it's actually the life of a person. That life is what saves us. Hallelujah. That person, Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. So when you say in Jesus' name, you're talking about his life, you're talking about his blood. And whenever you mention blood, it means sacrifice. For the blood to be seen, the animal had to be killed. Hallelujah. So it is about sacrifice. It is about going contrary to the world's way of thinking. Even though the world has its own good and its own love and its own way of being nice and benevolent and charitable, you know, and get a um, tax uh, redemption kind of thing and a bill and uh, accolades and newspaper coverage and all that. The guy that's on the trash heap is going to be ignored in truth. Maybe some way or another, the gospel comes his path and he accepts. Praise God. If when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God, <laughs> by the death of his son being much more or rather much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life today he lives at the right hand of God that life that blood still speaks for us today thank God 24 bar 7 there's prayer coming from the throne from the right hand of majesty on high thank God that's going to make sure everything gets accomplished. He's going to bring you in line, save you to the uttermost. And what you are believing, what He wants for His children is going to come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank God. We shall be saved. Not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we now have now received the atonement. Praise God. So there is a present joy and a future joy. Praise God. So we can get, get excited today and we can get excited when we finally receive heaven as our final inheritance. So get excited. There's nothing to be sad about. Praise God. Hallelujah. You've lost your mind. Hallelujah. <laughs> you didn't go to you didn't go to Nimans, but you lost your mind. Hallelujah. You're free. You can just sing and dance and shout. You can just live <laughs> as though <laughs> you don't have a normal way of thinking. You speak this strange language. And he said that I will that you speak in tongues more. Hallelujah. And that he spoke in tongues more than anyone else. This was a very wise person, Paul. Very sharp uh, according to his own traditions and culture. He was a very great guy. But today... Thank God we and I have joined him and we speak this nonsense. Do you speak nonsense in Jesus' name? Do you speak in tongues? That was the actual wording. Some people get irritated when I say things like this because it sounds like nonsense. Amen. But, uh, It is the door into the things of the Spirit. It is the door into the things of your Father's wisdom. The freely given things come from that place. Hence, we speak more and more, more and more, more and more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Freely given things are coming your way as you give voice, 
as you give your lips to this mystery of tongues. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Oh, praise the Lord. Maybe we can hear um, verse 10 and 11 if we have not heard it. Praise God. Now let's jump off to the book of Peter, Second Peter chapter 2. And this is uh, what we should be dealing with in this age today. It talks about false prophets and so on, pernicious ways, covetousness. This is, you know, people in ministry in quotes. Then verse 4 continues, If God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. So we have to believe there's a God who actually does things like that. Spared not the old world. This is going to be history now. Spared not the old world. And we're supposed to learn from history. There's no old world as far as they're concerned. There's dinosaurs and, you know, the earth is billions of years old and blah, blah, blah. You know, all of that stuff. He spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, <laughs> a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. If you accept that there's a God who is in that kind of place, that he spares certain people and brings floods <laughs> on ungodly or allows floods and things like that, or he's working on a time frame with old and new and future, then things become different. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned with an, them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should live, that after should live ungodly. So is there an example for the ungodly? Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, what is Sodom and Gomorrah? See, that's how far we've gone. Well, you have to get in touch with this book then. You have to go into some actual history, some actual facts that there were some cities, twin cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. They were actually there and they were reduced to cinders. Well, praise God. And delivered just Lot. Delivered just Lot. Now you and I know Lot. He's a guy that caused a lot of trouble for his uncle Abraham. <laughs> you may not think much of him. But he was just according to God. Because he believed in the God that his uncle believed in. Praise God. He's a guy that chose the green uh, pastures. What looked like green stuff compared to other places. That's what he chose his uncle said, no, you choose first. You know, if you go east, I go west. If you go north, I go south. I'll go opposite, but I give you the choice first. And he looked and said, hmm, nice. I was looking at that green place, you know, like, my uncle is a fool. <laughs> I'm sure he'll tell me to choose first. He's that guy that just 
took the advantage and took the green and jumped across. And meanwhile, he was younger. You know, he didn't see this kind of, this, uh, this foolishness of wisdom back then. But he was just. In God's eyes, in the account books, he was just. Praise God. And hallelujah, because of that, you are up for deliverance. Thank God. And delivered just lot. Then he talks about some things vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Vexed. Filthy conversation is not just talking about <laughs> words, but lifestyle of the wicked. Verse 8 gives us the inner workings for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing. Vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. One time I decided to mute the TV. But then you could see. You see? So what do you do? You just have to switch the whole thing off. Because they're seeing and hearing. Phew! Seeing and hearing. Wow! That's how you vex the righteous soul. The unrighteous soul is not bothered about all that. It's like, bring it on, man. Give me some more. <laughs> and it'll just be flowing down in my mouth. Some more, some more, some more. It's weird. Is that the way the message is going? Well, let's see. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing. See, there's seeing eyes and ears. Eyes, ears vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Day after day, he's getting bugged. He's doing some things contrary to the righteous soul. Hmm. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment, to be punished. You know, he got delivered. So you're feeling some things right there in your soul. And you know, it's not right. It's not right. What you're seeing, what you're hearing, is not right. What's going on out there, is not right. Praise God. That's the right way. To feel that it's right, is the wrong way. <laughs> the guys that have gone upside down, and are turning the whole world upside down, have come here also. They speak something that they don't understand. They don't live for themselves. They live for the one who bought them with his blood. And they'll give their life for him. These guys are nuts, man. Jesus freaks. Hallelujah. Well, let's see if we can hear um, something out of this. Maybe verse 6 to verse 9 in Canada. Atana Sodoma Gomora Patanagalandu Budi Madi in Numele Bhatigina Ragi Badukuvara Gatiga Drushtanta Vagi Avugadiga Dandana Yangu Vidisidanu. Hallelujah. Adushtara Nadatege Vedanegun Vidha Nitivantanada Lotananu Tapisidanu. A Nitivantanu Avara Madhya Dali Dukundu Avara Anyaya Kruttiagalanu Nodutta Kedutta Avugala Nimita Dine Dine Tana Nitiura Atma Dali Vedanegundanu. Katanu Nitivantaranu Sankata Dolaginda Tapisuva Daku, Anitivantaranu Shikshisuva Dakagi, Nyaya Tipina Dinada Tanaka Iduva Daku, Balavanagi Adane. Praise God. So there is a pain that your soul could be going through seeing the things that are out there. 
and there's a grief and a vexation. And you're like, how long am I going to endure all this? You're seeing things, you're hearing things. It's just, poof, it's too much. Don't worry, God knows how to deliver you. And those who will not accept, He'll have to leave them here to face whatever is coming up. And it's not good. Hallelujah. The Lord knows His own people. He knows how to deliver. That is why on the inside there's this uncomfortable feeling, this groaning, this, ah, it's not right. Hallelujah. See, this is history. And this is the God of history or His story reminding us how these things work. Some places are not going to exist anymore. People will have to look and see, there was a place like this. Really? There's nothing left there. Just no trace of those people. Just gone. And people make a mockery of all of that. <laughs> Interesting. And he's written it there. Praise God. Hmm. Thank God that we are different. Isn't it good that we are different? But for us to be chosen, we had to actually come to a place where we were hopeless. If there were any hope in us, any strand of hope, we would have clung on to our superiority and our great thinking and refused Jesus. Hallelujah. The human good is there. The human love is there. The human faith is there. Mankind of faith, mankind of goodness, mankind of love, man's kind of love is all inside. It's available. And they say, we also do good things. We also believe. What do you think? Think only you guys are believers? Hmm? We believe. We give, you know, more than 10%. We, we give. We give. We're givers. And if you go and line up with them, you stand nowhere. Man, they go on pilgrimages. They do all kinds of stuff. They go they go from city to city, you know, etc. You and I, just nothing. You just say, Jesus, Jesus, and pray in tongues. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> and preach. All you want to do is preach to people. <laughs> Praise God. That's the wisdom of God, my brother. Hallelujah. That goes all the way down to, do you believe the history of the Bible? Do you actually believe that we all came from Adam? That we all came from this forefather, Adam and Eve? Wow, very interesting. I like what David said in Psalm 51 and verse 5. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Interesting thought. In sin I was conceived by my mother. That means our forefathers, you know, had the nature of sin within them. Praise God. Adam became a sinner because he sinned. Sin came from outside. Praise God. But today we sin because we are sinners. It is our nature. We were born that way. After Adam sinned, all of us became sinners. It was normal to just sin. I was... Uh, born in it. I was conceived in sin. That's why little children do strange things and you'll be like, where did he learn that from? <laughs> where did he get that from, man? You know that? Really? You? You little toddler? Yep. I was conceived in it. <laughs> Very interesting. Romans 5 says in the 12th verse, similar, we read 11, but notice 5 and 12. 
Praise God. Hmm. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all, for that all have sinned. So one man is the one to blame. Praise God. That's why one man, Jesus, came along. See that? God had his wisdom working all the time. Nobody would have guessed that he would blame it all on one man and take the place of that one man and turn everything around. Isn't that awesome? So God believes in Adam and Eve, whether you believe it or not. I'm going with his wisdom, by the way. I haven't seen Adam. In fact, sometimes I wonder, how could just Adam and Eve have so many children? But once in a while, in my own family, I see some strange things. Parents are fair and lovely. Children are not so fair and not so lovely. I wonder about it. How, how did that happen? And then parents are not so fair and lovely. And the children are so fair and lovely. How does that happen? And it's, this this guy, he looks different, so totally different. Wow. I believe in Adam and Eve. I'm sold. All kinds of characters can come out of those two aberrations over time. Hallelujah. So I'm going with it, my brother, my sister. Because I know one thing. I have a nature that is contrary to God's nature. That's for sure. So there is a nature called the sin nature which would like to push the soul to act independent of God. The independence of God. Praise God. Let's look at another scripture and then we will have some out of Sister Kripa. Romans 7 and 23. Notice here it says, But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me to captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. See, there's another law, there's another thinking, there's another reasoning that is against the goodness and the law of God. It's working. It's independent. Another, some other law. Hmm, what's that? See, and sometimes it can disguise itself as good and do good things. But to go for a worthless bomb and pick him up and just give your life for him. That's like, duh, wrong choice, buddy. Of course, for experiments, maybe they can trade places and all that. But later on, in all the trading of places, they'll tell you, you're actually trash, and we're putting you back on the street. And that's when the fight starts. But in this one, he takes you to his own throne, sits you at his own table, and says, you and I are from the same class the same class. And you're like, what? The same class as the Creator? The Almighty? His own life? What? The same faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me? We were dead? What? And now we're alive? It, with His life? Wow, with His faith? Awesome! Your mind struggles with it because, you see, that law of being independent of God and His purposes is still there in the unrenewed mind. It's still there. And so, Jesus prays for us. That's one of the reasons why He's praying, because our minds are not yet clearly done. 
our minds are still double sometimes. You know, the James talks about the double-minded man. We'll be looking at James a little bit and whatever he said to the Hebrew folk there. Pretty strong stuff. It's a pretty strong message actually. So we're just trying to be nice about it. Cheers. Hallelujah. You can see that, right? There's strong stuff coming up. So we were born in sin. That's the good news. So you don't have to blame yourself and bang yourself over the head about it. It came in the genetics. It came along through birth. Ha, ha, ha. But didn't God know about it? Of course, he knew all about it. And that's why Jesus came. Thank God. So there is another law acting independent, pushing your soul from being dependent on God. Notice the word dependent on God. Not depending on yourself. That's where the human good comes from, from themselves. But here he wants us to depend on him. And whatever we have to bring forth will be because of that strength and that ability and that resource and that life that he has. Praise God. Very interesting. So let's now see if we can read a few things. Let's go to um, Romans 5, maybe the 12th verse and um, Psalm 51.5 also in Canada. Praise God. And it's uh, Psalm 51.5 also. Uh, it's very interesting how David accepted it. David knew it. In sin I was conceived by my mother. Very interesting. So we have seen some things up to now and you can tell that um, we're dealing with some things from the inside. Jesus came to work things and dealt with the issue from inside out. Religion tries to deal with things from outside in. You know, put a straight jacket on the guy and then chain him up, lock him down. Let's see, that'll settle it. No, open the chain and see what'll happen. He may even break the chain and jump on you. This thing has to happen from inside. Hallelujah. Praise God. So Jesus came to start from within. Hallelujah. And he gave you a new creation, brand new nature, the life of God. Henceforth, you don't have to know yourself according to the old man. So we're in the process of knowing who we are as the new person and conforming and yielding to that in our thinking and other things will fall in place. Praise God. So, how many times are you going to read the same verses? You only have one Bible. Get ready to get lost in this word. To get your life camped on the scriptures. For now, till we meet Jesus face to face. Hallelujah. One of these days, you don't have to be so bothered about you know, reading your Bible because you'll see him there. Right there, Jesus will be sitting and all your answers will be there. So I don't want to be surprised. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to say, oh, that's what you were talking about. Jesus. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Let's go to Romans, the sixth chapter. <sighs> Praise God. Look at verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? So the believer can continue in sin. In other words, he still has the ability to sin. He can sin. Where is that located? Not in his born again spirit. It is located in his flesh, in his members. Praise God. Interesting. Get that. Sometimes we just believe the best of everybody and when they do something odd, you're like, what? What? How could you do that? Of course I can do that. Of course. Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound. Of course you can. You can just continue on. Born again, but continue on. So don't get shocked about that. How could you do that? Hey, I was born in sin, man. It's there. It's there in my flesh. It's located there. Interesting, right? Hmm. Let's go to verse 6 also. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Very interesting verse. Let's probably see verse 6 in Canada and then proceed. Hmm. There's a person called the old man. Praise God. How old is he? Well, you figure it out. The old man is crucified with him. I believe he's as old as Adam and as old as the one who made Adam sin. That old devil. That old devil. You don't mind him. That our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. So there's a possibility of serving sin. Praise God. Notice that. You, you don't have to. Praise God. You don't have to serve sin. You don't have to live for your own self. You can live for Jesus. Hallelujah. You can. You can make a choice. Praise God. Verse 8. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe we shall also live with Him. Praise God. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with Him. Thank God this wonderful exchange has happened. There is something called the body of sin, which can also refer to the old man's spiritual body. See, that spirit man had a spirit body and Jesus took care of him once and for all. But it also gives us an idea that sin is located in the body, flesh, members. Praise God. Let's go farther into chapter 7 and notice verse 18. Interesting that Romans carries all of these things more than any other place. Maybe the Roman people had some serious problems with all of that or needed to know. Praise God. Verse 18 says, For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. The flesh is nothing good. 
and you can actually produce things out of that and think hey this is good right but there's nothing good out there so let's um, hear maybe verse 18 praise God Hmm. Praise God. You see, we're not saying that we have all the revelation. No. Whatever we are learning, we want to walk in the light of it. All that we are learning is like a dark mirror that you're looking through. Oh, after the steam bath and then you look, you're like, is that really you? When we see him, we'll know as we ought to. Praise God. But notice how 18 continues. In my flesh dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. So it's a struggle going on. I know this is the right thing to do, but... I can't seem to do it. Man, there's, there's a problem with it. Verse 19, For the good that I would, I do not. What the good I want to do, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. It happens sometimes. How many of you know that maybe progressively it got better? But in the beginning, you're a new creature, but you just went right on and just did whatever. It's like, so what? Yeah, I'm born again. Yeah, I go to church. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll just do whatever I want. Yeah. You knew this is right. In fact, when they preach, I know that. Amen. I know that. Hey, yeah, preach it. Preach it. Come on. Yeah. You may even dance a jig there, but to do it now, <gasps> something else is working. See, that predicament. Verse 21, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. The man inside is totally excited about these awesome righteous things. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, to bring me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Thank God that Jesus came and began to unveil to us how you can dominate. Oh, glory to God. Maybe we can hear uh, some of these verses. It's all good, but you know you can't just keep reading everything. People have to read on their own too. So let's see verse 18. I think we read that already. Let's do verse 21 in Kannada also. Praise God. 22 and 23 also would be helpful. Thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Phew. Thank you, Jesus. There's a lot to just ponder about that. 
Some people, you know, theologians think that that was a condition in which he was before, and that after he got saved, that was not his condition anymore. But as you read along, you'll notice, hey, it looks like all of us have these conditions. Praise God. So, um, read as much as you can, this theologian, that scholar, etc. Sometimes they'll never agree with each other. They just go against themselves and all of that. And the same guy may not say the same thing after some years. Praise the Lord. Like I said, when we see Jesus, we'll know everything. Till then, let's see how much light we can enjoy and walk in. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So here we have uh, pretty clearly laid out verses like that. And uh, I thank God for the teaching of the Word. I found out more and more that just praying is not going to make you live right. And then I saw that in the scripture it was written, How will a young man cleanse himself? How? By taking heed to his word, by hiding the word in his heart. That's how you get clean. It's by the washing of the water of the word, not by the prayer. Prayer is like the breathing. Word is like the food. You need both. Praise God. Notice how clearly it is. Interesting. Clearly uh, written out. Praise the Lord. So, let's go to Titus 3. Notice the fifth verse. Have you met people who pray a lot and still just act weird? Yeah, I have. Strange, isn't it? And all they do is shabababa, They're like, what? How do you have this kind of nature? How do you have such copa in you? Copacabana? No, copa. You know, moon cobum and all of that. Praise God. So we need both. Hallelujah. This is after 30 years of being a believer. Praise God. Titus 3 talks about how a person may be trying to work for their righteousness, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us, <laughs> by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. So there's nothing that anybody could do in the works department to get themselves saved. Absolutely. Praise God. Let's go to Isaiah. Familiar scripture from doctrine, classes, you know. Thank God for that. See, we're trying to do our best to present everyone perfect. Hallelujah. Till the day we meet Jesus. Isaiah 64 verse 5. Thou meetest him that rejoiceth. I'm sorry, the fourth verse. Mm. Yeah, verse 6. But we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. Wow, the poetry is major. Our iniquities, like the wind, <sighs> taken us away. So the world has its own way of trying to be right and acting right and believers do the same also. You know, maybe they didn't live too well during that week so they give a big offering on Sunday. All of that. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. It happens. But, you know, that is not necessarily from your spirit. That came from other lower thoughts. <laughs> it comes from another location. We cannot predict our God. We cannot uh, placate Him and flatter Him. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Let's hear verse 6 in Canada before we proceed. Navelharu, Ashuddhavada, Dera Hagi, Dewe, Namaniti Karevalu, Maigi, Vastra, the Hagi, Navelharu, Elea Hagi, Badu, Tewe, Nama Kramagalu, Gadiente, Namanu, Etikundu, Hugiwe. Praise God. So, you know, it's possible. Let's go to Romans, the eighth chapter. One person is allowed at the throne, and his name is Jesus. Good works are awesome. But that's not going to give you favor with God. No. Accept that. The only person who gives us favor with God is the Lord Jesus. His name blesses our Father's heart. Satisfies Him. We come in Him presenting all that He is. It is in His name from our hearts in appreciation that bring blessing to the Father. Hallelujah. Romans 8, notice there, the, maybe we can start uh, from the 4th, but it's pretty long. So let's just go to 8 straight away. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They then that are in the flesh cannot please God. That means believers can be in the flesh. They are the only ones that can please God. But when they are in the flesh, they cannot please God. So things that come from the flesh do not please God. They have to come from God's own nature, His own ability, His own life, looking away from yourself and saying, I have to do this by faith. I just cannot do it on my own. That pleases Him. I can't do this by my feelings. If you ask me in my feelings, I just cannot. I am without strength. That pleases him. Maybe we can read from the fourth then. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So the believer can walk after the flesh or after the spirit. After becoming born again. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So if a person continues in fleshly thinking and fleshly action, don't you think that it's possible that they could die? How does a believer just die? By going by the flesh. Verse 6 again, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So from one level of mind, death, you go to physical death. You have spiritual life in your spirit man, the life of God, but the mind is where everything swings. So his righteous soul was vexed, seeing and hearing, seeing and hearing, seeing and hearing. He's like, I'm tired of this, I'm angry with all, and God knows how to deliver. God says, come home. 
Let's go home. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Whoa. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Let's pick and choose now. You can read it all at home. Um, maybe we can hear verse 4 in Canada and verse 8 also. And then proceed. Glory to God. Let's go off to Let's go off to James the fourth chapter as we wrap it up for now. I like Brother Claude's great revelation. He said, What comes before chapter four? Chapter three. That's a good one, right? Yeah. So James chapter three, you remember, is all about wisdom and all of its benefits. Awesome stuff. Then comes chapter four. Verse 1 opens up with, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Who? Church folk. James is supposed to be the pastor, okay? The Lord's brother, half-brother. Don't you think people would have liked to go to that? Jesus' own brother is the pastor, man. So that was probably one of the largest churches, most groovy, the place to be kind of church. Guess what was going on there? Wars and fightings among you. Come they not hence even of your lusts that war in your members? Where are those members? The body. Where all those other uh, works are. Where the sin nature is located in the flesh. You lust and have not. You kill, desire to have, cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not because you ask not. So they had a problem in the area of prayer. What they were asking for was not being granted. They were not getting answers to prayer. Why? Because the heart motive was wrong. You lust and have not. You kill and desire to have. This killing here is like Matthew 5 where Jesus says, If you hate your brother, it's like murder. If you look upon a woman to lust after her, commit the thing, it's like you've already done it. So you are like murdering people when you think about hating them. He says you lust. Lust there means uncontrolled desire. It can work positive and negative. And have not. So if you have covetous desires, guess what? You're not going to get your prayers answered. So there are people who are always wanting it, but they don't get the answer. They're like, why? I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for that. But I don't get it. What's wrong with you guys? That's not the point, buddy. It's about, is that from your flesh? Or is it from the Spirit of God that you are pursuing this thing? What is the ultimate plan here? Is it to compete and to heap things on yourself, like the world, and then say you're a believer? No wonder your prayer is not answered. It's what he's saying, not to you and me. Okay, we're not in this picture. Oh, we're not. This is the Hebrews in Pastor James's church. Whose church are you going to? Pastor James. <gasps> James. <gasps> that church. You lust and have not. You kill and desire to have. Cannot obtain. You fight and war. What? War in church. Yet you have not because you ask not. 
you ask and receive not, because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your own lust. The word consume is the same word for the prodigal wasting all his substance. Just waste it all on yourself, on your own lusts. Then he calls them the ultimate words, adulterers, adulteresses. Did you notice male and female thrown in there? <laughs> know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Hmm. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. What? Listen here, one thing you need to get straight. I believe this is good. Get it straight. God will never be your enemy. You can be his enemy. Praise God. God will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. So what does that mean? He'll just take you home. Come and be with me. I love you. Staying there is giving you trouble. You know it. I know it. We've tried this thing again and again. Come. Let's go. And you're like, <laughs> Poor earth. I'm leaving the earth. <laughs> Why are you leaving the earth? It's going to pass away anyway. You should be gaining. For me to depart and be with Christ is far better. To die is gain. Can you see how upside down it is? We are totally upside down. We get so close to this earth, we want to hang around here. He said we should be confident that we are leaving. Why do you want to hang around here? What's the reason? To live for yourself or to live for Him? These are hard questions, man. The message is tough. No doubt about it. But we'll have to check there. Otherwise, it ends up in being dissatisfied, disgruntled, and then guess what? You just turn on each other and, and war and fight and kill each other, believers. And you may be going to the grooviest church in town. So we are not here to consume ourselves with all this. And as you keep reading, he says, you know that your life is just a vapor. You're just here for a little time. And then you're gone. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a very interesting read. I would suggest that we all read James over and over. All the boasting about, I did this, I got that. I'll do this, I'll do that. Instead of saying, Lord, should I do this? Should I do that? There's a lot inside there. Compared to eternity, we're just passing through. We are not going to be here permanently. Get that right. You have a certain program given by the Lord. Let's fulfill that. Let's walk in that. Let's work from the Spirit. Let's uh, begin to treat the flesh with great suspicion. He has good thoughts, but be very suspicious of that fellow. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Let's worship Him. Let's worship Him. Let's worship Him. Lord, You're worthy. Lord, You're worthy. Our life is a vapor. We're here for a little time. And then we come to eternal realms and be with You forever. So we want to enjoy the benefit of Trusting you, believing you, acting on your word to fulfill the purpose for which we were created. To do things from the realm of the spirit and not be moved by the works of the flesh. We trust you for the meditation of our heart, the words of our mouth. That we will be your friend. We will not have illicit relationships with the world, loving the world and its system.
loving the things that our eyes see, the lust of the eyes, loving the things that our flesh feels good about, the lust of the flesh, and then being pompous and proud in our achievements, the pride of life. All this is of the world, and it passes away. But he that does the will of the Lord endures forever. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Help us to do the will of God in this day and hour. Especially as we see things and hear things that are out there that are grieving us. Let's do even more to please our Heavenly Father, our beloved Jesus, the mighty Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I believe that even though it was a bit tough, um, it's a good thing to think on, meditate on, and let's go up there. Hallelujah. The higher place. Amen. Praise God. If you like to give, this is a great opportunity. We join our faith and we give in Jesus' name. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause men to give unto your bosom. You don't have to struggle about it. Let God do it. Angels are working. The earth yields in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. You are blessed. Hallelujah.